Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. I'm Callan, and I'm here with Anna, as always. How are you doing tonight? Doing great. I'm excited to talk about what's on the agenda. Yes. <laughs> we love a good list, a good agenda. We have things on it to to cover, so hopefully it'll be entertaining. Obviously, from the title, you can see what we'll be chatting about tonight, and I'm a little worried that I'm like making a reputation for myself of like being too knowledgeable about stupid drama <laughs> and like romance drama that's going on that doesn't really matter, but I can't help what I what I learn and feel the need to share. I'm glad you're sharing it. Thank you. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, we can't be experts at everything, so we're just learning to be experts at a few things. Yes, and I, I believe that, you know, wireless celebrities, <laughs> their drama and romance is valuable info to know. <laughs> it is. It's just entertaining. <laughs> As usual, we've got beverages with us tonight, so what are you enjoying? Well, I'm having my first glass of wine on the podcast. I've influenced you. <laughs> yeah, I can enj- I can uh, join you in the classy wine department. So I actually have a Prosecco, which is like our wine, <laughs> I guess. Actually, <laughs> funny story, which I know we go on tangents a lot. So on our road trip this past October, we went to the Gaylord Resort in Nashville, which is like a really massive resort. And we have always wanted to stay there. So we did. And we decided we were going to get room service. And we got a bottle of Prosecco to share. So that's a... That's right. Yeah, that's a memory I'll always, I'll always keep. It is La Marca, I think is how you say it. Yes, the best. Oh, I didn't know they were like your top pick. Good to know. To be fair, I've had that one and I've had the one from Costco. Okay. <laughs> and the Costco one is really good. I had not had it till recently. It's it's pretty comparable and cheaper, obviously, but I don't have a Costco membership, so I can only get that when, when someone helps me get it. But <laughs> Right. I feel that. <laughs> but Lamarca is very good in my humble opinion. Yeah, it was actually, I've had it for a couple weeks now and just, just now opened it. Um, it was the time I got <laughs> the tequila from the liquor store as well. I went to a friend's liquor store here in town and was just like, I... I want a Prosecco, but I don't know which one. And he recommended this one to me and it's been very good. It's actually in a wine glass that Elizabeth, our guest from Halloween, which we, I feel like we throw back pretty often, but she gets a shout out like every episode. <laughs> yes, she's our MVP probably. It's actually a wine glass that she painted for me for a wedding gift and they're like my favorite wine glasses. So they're beautiful. Yes, she did an amazing job. Yeah, it tastes good I feel classy it's just everything you want yes you can't get much better yeah you'll definitely have to take a picture and we can post it on our Instagram at pop culture on the rocks podcast almost forgot what it was but (laughs) (laughs) yeah Prosecco is so good it's nice because like you can feel like you're having a champagne with the bubbly Mm mm-hmm 
but you don't feel like you're wasting a bottle of champagne on not having an occasion. Although you should drink champagne whenever you want. You don't need an occasion, but sometimes it's easier to justify Prosecco. Yes, it is. Definitely. I do love some champagne though. And it was great because I had Steven open the Prosecco for me. And like I've said before, he's not much of a drinker and he really doesn't like wine. So I got him to pop the cork for me and it like really surprised him. He was not expecting, (laughs) he was not expecting that. It feels like an event every time. It was. I was it. just like, when it when he popped it, I was like, yay, happy Wednesday. <laughs> like, there's not really anything to celebrate, but we'll celebrate just, you know, being alive and hump day is here. Well, yeah, 2021, you know, every day is a celebration. It's true. One day closer <laughs> to, I don't know, somewhat normalcy, maybe. I hope so. Yeah. Well, what are you sipping on? <sighs> I feel like I'm becoming like a broken record, but it is what it is. I have some wine again as well in a wine glass that our friend Lee Allison, who was on an episode recently about the Hunger Games prequel, she gave me this glass for Christmas one year, mm-hmm. representing our gal pals. There here. we go. But I'm having a glass of Chardonnay that is from the brand Decoy, and this is like prime wine, okay? <laughs> I splurged on this a while back and I just now opened the bottle. It's not the most expensive wine brand I like, but it's higher up there. Like this bottle was probably 30-ish dollars. Yeah. Usually I spend like 12 to 15. Decoy, highly recommend really any of their wines. My parents really like their red wine. I'm not a huge red wine drinker yet. Hopefully one day, you know, I'll grow accustomed to it. But (laughs) the Decoy Chardonnay is really good just really smooth so if you feel like you know treating yourself to a nice bottle of chardonnay then definitely recommend it has a duck on the label that's how you can recognize it okay good to know if you see the duck give it a try (laughs) if you see the duck you're good to go exactly so highly recommend very very good yeah also i mean valentine's day is coming up galentine's day is coming as well so Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, you can treat yourself a little bit. Find yourself something nice. If that's what you like. So true. Yeah. Like I said, every day is reason to celebrate at this point in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, what have you been watching recently? Or consuming or whatever it may be. (laughs) Yeah. However we want to phrase that. One day we'll have like an easy way to say that, but till then... Yeah, our creativity hasn't come into play yet, I guess, or we haven't found our groove with that question. Yeah, send your suggestions. Yes. I watched Peanut Butter Falcon on Hulu. Okay, I remember seeing that trailer in theaters, I guess, way back when. Yeah. And I thought it looked really good. Yes, so if you don't know what it is, the probably the three main characters are Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson, who, if you don't know, is um, dating the amazing Chris Martin from Coldplay, (laughs) and Zach Gotsigan. I'm not sure how you say his last name. So the story is about a guy who has Down syndrome, who that's who Zach is, and he basically is in a nursing home facility because his family, we don't really know exactly what happened to his family, but they've essentially couldn't care for him anymore and left him to be cared for at this nursing facility. So Dakota Johnson plays kind of his caretaker 
from the nursing home. He runs away and he ends up finding Shia LaBeouf's character. Shia LaBeouf kind of is like his character's like the bad boy and he's kind of running away from some problems that are going on around him. And it's just a really... I I saw it, um, I think it was described in like an article I was reading or something. It's kind of like the modern day Huck Finn in a way where it's just about these two guys who go on an adventure together and kind of learn from each other. And that's essentially what it is. It's just, it's a really good movie about like friendships and not judging people the way that you see them. Yeah, it was really good. It has a good message. The ending is a little abrupt in my opinion, but I don't think that takes away from anything. And yeah, everybody does really good. The acting is great. When you say abrupt, did you feel like it just like ended? Like with it, you didn't feel satisfied? I guess it was satisfying, but it was kind of like, I feel like if I was reading a book, it was like they cut out the last three chapters and just left me with the last page. So it's like, I know how it ends, but it's just mm-hmm. kind of like we reach the climax of the story and then it finishes, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away. Right. Yeah, it kind of just felt like... Like, I wanted more to, like, know how they got to that ending point that wasn't really described. Kind of like in Mockingjay... <laughs> in the book yes. when she just like she gets knocked out and she when she comes to they just give her a recap of everything that happened right kind of yeah that's a good explanation it's just kind of like did you run out of time and so we're just kind of <laughs> this is where we are now I don't know yeah I mean I haven't seen that so I'm not gonna judge that movie I know when I've seen that or read that in in you know a book or seen it in a movie it just feels lazy it's like all right or we're gonna tell you what all happened so we don't actually have to like film that yeah (laughs) or write it yeah right yeah that's kind of the way it felt a little bit but I don't want that to deter anyone I do think it's still good everybody's chemistry is really great I think yeah I don't know why I thought Matt Damon was in that hmm I can't think of anyone that I feel like (laughs) looks like him that's in the movie (laughs) But like I've said many a times, I am not the like FBI security facial (laughs) person that Callan is. I feel like she knows everybody who looks like I, I, that's just not my gift. I'm not the kind of person who recognizes a famous person and I'm like, I know who that is. That's just not me. <laughs> well, I don't know why he's associated with that movie in my brain. Maybe he had a, a trailer that played before it. Maybe know, so. In the movie theater that time. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. I recently watched Late Night. Have you seen it? No. I think you would like it. I watched it recently with my roommates and I enjoyed it. So it's technically a comedy, but it felt like it had a lot of seriousness to it as well. Mm -hmm. So it was a theatrical release as well, but now it's on Amazon Prime. It has Mindy Kaling. So she wrote the movie and then was one of the main actors in it that's cool yeah i'm personally neutral on mindy kaling i don't always gravitate towards her stuff but i respect who she is in the business as far as being a writer and producer and actor and all that and then also emma thompson 
is the other main person who is a queen among us. Of course. (laughs) Yes. And then also in the movie is Hugh Dancy and then um, John Lithgow. So it's like pretty star studded. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So the plot is that Emma Thompson is a late night host. Same feel as like Jimmy Fallon or Seth Meyers. Mm -hmm. She's been in the business for years and really just like has her way of doing things like doesn't really modernize anything doesn't hop on like trends as far as like making sure she's on social media and like incorporating different types of acts and there's not a lot of diversity within her acts or her writing like her writer's room Mm -hmm. is like seven white guys So that's it. Yeah. She doesn't know like any of their names either. She's not connected (laughs) with her writers at all. And then Mindy Kaling gets hired pretty much because she has to hire a woman. (laughs) Um, So Mindy Kaling gets hired and um, starts to bring in like fresh ideas and tell her things that are working or not working. And so they build a relationship along the way. Emma Thompson's character goes through a lot of character development because it's looking like she's going to lose her job. They're going to give the show to someone else. So she starts to really get freaked out. Um, So she goes through a lot as far as like reevaluating herself and the way she's been doing things for years on her late night show and then stuff with her husband who is played by John Lithgow. So it's really good character development for both of them and um, it's really interesting to watch the relationship between her and Mindy's character. So I would recommend it was a really nice enjoyable movie um had a lot of comedic moments but also some dramatic moments and if you have prime it's free on there to watch yeah that sounds great i definitely want to check that out i love that cast and i just love late night stuff like i just find the concept so interesting so i don't know obviously you never know how these shows work but i feel like there could be a a little bit of truth and how some of those organizations kind of have just gone over the years i mean i don't know for sure either but i felt like there was a lot of real life elements that they were pulling from it and i mean mindy kaling has been in writer's rooms in her life Mm -hmm. so she's probably pulling from real experiences yeah definitely whether it be being the only woman in there or the only person of color in there or both i feel like that's things that she's talked about experiencing yeah so it was a unique plot like i don't feel like i've seen a lot of fictionalized things about late night hosts or late night shows Mm -hmm. and it was refreshing especially like a female late night host right yeah yeah and apparently emma thompson was nominated for golden globe for this oh, movie. nice yeah i definitely am curious to check that out i need to watch that that sounds good yeah it's worth a watch for sure every week we talk about the amazing race um and even though it's not airing anymore Mm. womp womp we're prepping still for the day that the two of us get on the show we are with that being said anna do you have a reason why you and i should be on the amazing race yes of course i do i think a big part of the show especially well i feel like it's really been a part of the show since the beginning is extreme sports or just Mm. like insane things that people do who sometimes you think like, do you have a death wish? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So we have never bungee jumped or skydived. 
I guess is the right way to say that. Sky mm-hmm. divin dove diver. Sky dove. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um, oh, sorry all of those grammar people out there who were like cringing. Same to you, Callan, who is a grammar person. Hey, we got to laugh too. <laughs> we do. Yeah. It's all about the humor. I wasn't serious. So maybe that makes it better. <laughs> Yeah, I think that does separate it. (laughs) Well, that's good. Sometimes you know your flaws and I can say I'm not very good at grammar, but sometimes I'm, I know some words or the correct way to say it. But anyways, not talking about grammar right now, but we've never bungee jumped or like skydived before, but we have, I think we've both zip lined, correct? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to hype up my zip lining experience because... Neither have, well, I guess it's two. I mean, do you count skydiving like into a lake? <laughs> Not skydiving. <laughs> I was like, when did you? I was like, this sounds like a belly flop. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, zip lining. Skydiving into a lake is an awful idea. Please do not do that. Like, uh, at some point, the water becomes concrete. So let's not do that. I know. I'm not trying to do that. No. Okay, good. I, I'm here for I'm here for an adventure, but mm, not that's dead. not on my list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I I was seeing like a zip line like into that you let go of, you know, mm-hmm. into the lake or whatever. I don't really count that. And then the other ones I'm thinking of, I'm just I, I'll say I have I've zip line, but it's not like I've crossed it off my bucket list for real yet because I want to like do it through a rainforest or something really cool. Right. I haven't yeah. had a really cool one yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, something cool that we have done together was that we went zorbing which was actually on The Amazing Race just a couple of seasons ago. I, I can't recall which exact one it was. But Zorbing, if you don't know what it is, it's essentially a New Zealand sport, right? A New Zealand created sport. Yes. Phil's homeland. Yes. <laughs> and the place we went to was in Tennessee and it was it's the only place in America where you can do it, right? Yes, that was what they advertise is that it's the only place in the in America that you can Zorb. And on the Amazing Race episode that we saw they were absorbing in New Zealand, which sounds absolutely incredible. Uh, so unfortunately, we didn't make it to New Zealand to absorb, but we did absorb in Tennessee, which was pretty cool. The views were still pretty good. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, it was a little scary, a little bit like not really sure what to expect. And I feel like that just comes with trying new things and trying things that are a little bit like hmm, dangerous. <laughs> has a little bit of adrenaline pumping. So Mm. I feel like that prepares us pretty well for the race. Both of us have talked about wanting to bungee jump and skydive at some point. And I feel like... Not into a lake. (laughs) Right. Thankfully not. I feel like both of those things, well, either one of those things, or like a zip line or rappelling or something like that, is pretty much guaranteed to be on The Amazing Race at some point. Something definitely Mm -hmm. like heights related, just like a giant swing where you swing through a canyon or something. I feel like that's just 
a staple of The Amazing Race is doing one of those crazy things. And we're kind of getting our, our feet wet with that, with the zorbing and the zip lining. Yeah, so I just feel like, you know, we're kind of getting to learn how our adrenaline works in our body <laughs> and right. feel what it feels like <laughs> to be scared out of your mind. And that's just super helpful, I feel like. For us to know how to prepare and how to calm ourselves down before we jump off a building or whatever. Yes, I think it's baby steps. You know, we're building up to those really big adventures. But I think we can agree that like when we're watching the race or something, Fear Factor back in the day that we both watched, Mm -hmm. like when we see... Those types of challenges like rappelling down a building or um, whatever the case may be, we are excited rather than like freaked out looking at that. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> we both want to do that. So I think yeah. that's a good sign that we're not going to freak out when we get on there either. Yeah, we're prepared somewhat. <laughs> yeah, you know. We'll have to share the video of us zorbing. Um, it's quite the experience. Our zorbs had water in them. And I think that was the only thing I didn't like about it was that my eyes were closed most of the time because the water mm-hmm. was getting in my eyes, you know? Yeah. The only way I can describe it is if you have ever wondered what it is like to be put in a washing machine, <laughs> then that is the experience you're looking for. Try zorbing. That's a good explanation. Yeah, it is really fun. And the place that we went, I, as far as I know, there was not a like dry Zorb option, but apparently that's like a seasonal thing, obviously, because it'll get cold up there. And when we were there, I mean, it was early October. So I'm assuming shortly after that, they probably got rid of the water and just did dry Zorb runs. So Yeah, maybe we'll just have to go back and try it in the dry. You never know. Yeah, if we do it again, I definitely want to try the dry Zorb. And hopefully one day we can do it in New Zealand or on the race. Yes, Yes, I would be happy with either of those. (laughs) We can just skip the tutorial and be like, we've done this already. We can just do what we want to do. Oh, yeah. I don't need to read the clue. Like, I'll just hop on in. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of of uh, adrenaline rushes how about high school drama (laughs) (laughs) wow that gives me lots of adrenaline pumping and too many flashbacks (laughs) of just nonsense in my high school days well I will give the disclaimer because I I guess I haven't said this on the podcast yet that I was homeschooled my whole life. Um, so I can't completely relate to any high school drama. I obviously had friends that were also in high school and so I did see drama, but um, I can't completely relate to the TV version. So I can't right. tell you what's realistic and what isn't. This l- may look ridiculous, but I can also see this happening in real life. I don't know. So this is from a homeschooler's perspective if I talk about (laughs) anything related to high school. Okay. But I I feel like that's helpful because you're coming from like an outsider perspective in a way. So you can kind of like look at it differently. Actually, this year, it will be 10 years since I graduated from high school. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my gosh. Which is like, wow, that's insane. Yeah, it's been 10 years since I graduated from high school. So I feel like in a way, I I don't know what you're about to say right now. And I've never seen Uh what you're talking about. 
but right. I'm just imagining my high school days. I don't know how similar it will be from, you know, 10 <laughs> years later. So I'm very yeah, curious. True. I'm very curious. True. I guess both of us are a little bit out of touch. Well, I work with high schoolers, so I feel like I'm not as out of touch, but I'm definitely out of touch. <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like what I'm educating you on tonight, I am shocked that I'm even aware of because (laughs) I like to pride myself on pop culture news or, you know, knowing random facts about, you know, celebrities or Mm -hmm. famous people, etc. But drama or news within like really popular or like Gen Z, like... TikTok, YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess my brain just—it doesn't stretch that far. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just rare that I would even know that all this is going on. So I mm-hmm. have to share and talk about it. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners are intrigued. I know I am. A lot of build up for this one. <laughs> but as you can see by the title tonight, I'm going to educate you on High School Musical: The Musical: The Series. <laughs> Which is quite possibly what a the title. title ever. Yeah. yeah. I, I It's a little bit extreme, but it's all right. So uh, High School Musical, the musical, the series, aka the longest title in history, <laughs> is a Disney Plus original series. And I will just start this whole thing by saying I really didn't plan on watching this show. <laughs> I had only heard mixed to negative reviews just from people I know hadn't Mm -hmm. really paid attention to what people online were saying but it ended up being a great show to binge watch over the course of a couple days when my roommate and I were working from home and so a lot of times we'll put on something in the background that's not super distracting like we can you know get stuff done um, while we have some of it on so we decided let's put it on and just see we watched the first few episodes like that and it was one of those shows from the beginning I'm like this is not that good but but I also like want to see it all. But that's just how I am with most things is like once I start something, I usually have to know how it ends, even if I don't really think it's very good. <laughs> yeah, I understand that completely. So obviously you and I grew up with High School Musical. Mm-hmm. The first one came out in 06. So I was 11. I remember watching the premiere live on Disney Channel. And I want to do an episode in the future about like the OG High School Musical trilogy. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I think it'd be fun to relive. And so I'll save most of my thoughts on that. But as of now, I'm in a place where I really love High School Musical and it's very nostalgic and, um, you know, the music brings back a lot of memories for me. So the plot of this show is it is set like in today's time at East High. So it's like these students that are on the show go to East High and High School Musical was filmed at East High, Mm -hmm. if you can follow that. So, like, East High is not a real place, but in this show, it is a real place, and High School Musical was filmed there. Okay. Basically, in the first episode, a new teacher arrives who kind of forged her resume, but, you know, that doesn't matter till later. (laughs) (laughs) She had been an extra in High School Musical, and her part was cut, so she's a little 
traumatized from that okay she gets hired as like the theater teacher and she decides that they are going to put on high school musical at the school as the school play um they had never done that and she couldn't believe it i can't either like why would they have not (laughs) right that's just right there in front of you just natural Throughout the course of the series, it's 10 episodes, you follow the cast and their journey in real life slash getting ready for the musical. So it was interesting because, first of all, the setup, the way they filmed it and everything was like I was watching The Office. Interesting. The camera work was so similar. I don't know if they were inspired by The Office. I don't know if like some of the same people worked on there, but you would like watch a conversation happening like in the hallway or in the room and then we would cut to one of the students being interviewed by the camera like documentary style so Hmm. very similar like layout like that yeah then you had characters that were supposed to be like og high school musical characters but not quite a little bit more modernized i guess like a little trendier and i'll explain that in a minute you could tell like who that person was supposed to kind of be like Mm -hmm. even though it It's not a redo of High School Musical in the sense like these people are named Troy and Gabriella. It's like different people, but you can see what kind of character trope that person is supposed to fit into. Mm. One of the main characters is named Nini, and she is played by Olivia Rodrigo. She is super like musical theater person. Like she writes like music on her guitar at home she went to like a theater camp over the summer so she's just she's kind of quirky but like everybody likes her so she's popular but she's also like the musical theater gal Mm -hmm. like I said I did not go to high school in person um so you'll have to confirm or deny (laughs) if these characters make sense to you (laughs) I mean yeah the theater person makes sense yeah but usually the theater person is not the most popular person right Mm -hmm. maybe it depends on the school yeah i would i would say so because i think even like the stereotype that like band geeks are weird and like not cool that was like not the case at my high school if you were in the band you were cool so yeah i'm sure it's different for everywhere but yeah i feel like it could kind of go either way to where you're either like really weird because you're like too into theater or something but then there's some people who are just like really really talented and I feel like they're like the shining star of the school so it could probably go either way no that makes sense and like if I have a question like that obviously it's coming from all I can go off of is what I have like seen from my friends who went to school or like honestly stereotypes from pop culture so that's why I'm asking too like that makes sense to me that it varies based on the school because even like a school local to where I live it is that way to where like some of the best athletes are also the main characters in the plays and their plays are really good Mm -hmm. so like that's really cool whereas I know at other places that's like lame or whatever to be in the theater crowd yeah okay because I always thought that like with Sharpay and Ryan like they were so into theater and like that was their thing but they were also like everybody in the school was like afraid of them and I didn't think that was how it would be in real life right (laughs) I've never met a Sharpay or Ryan in real life I don't think but (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know if, if a Sharpay and Ryan really, if they exist. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense that it varies. You know, no generalizations. Sure. Anyway, she is cast as Gabriella Shocker. Right. Next, we have Ricky, and he is played by Joshua Bassett, and he is cast as Troy Bolton. Now, the first episode, you quickly learn that Ricky and Nini dated sophomore year of high school. They're juniors now. Mm-hmm. And she told him she loved him, wrote a song for him, put it on Instagram, and he was too nervous to say it back. So they broke up. And then she went to theater camp and met EJ and came back with a boyfriend. And oh, Ricky boy. was not so happy Yeah. So, Ricky, he's cast as Troy, like I said, but he is, like, he's not identical to the Troy Bolton character. So, this is what I was referring to when I said the characters were a little trendier. And we talked about this, like, at my house when we watched this. Like, I think you can tell what type of, like, guy is popular in culture as far as, like, celebrity crush or, like, what younger people are, like, into mm-hmm. based on when the movie came out and, like, what the character was like because Troy Bolton was your classic, like, I'm athletic, I'm a jock, I've got my swoopy hair, you know, very <laughs> 2000s right guy. <laughs> Whereas Ricky is like, he plays the guitar, he skateboards, he's got like nice curly hair, he's a little artsier, um, he's a little more like what I feel is on trend. Think the vibe of like a Timothy Chalamet or a Tom mm. Holland, like this yeah. young like Tumblr guy as I've heard them referred <laughs> to, which is hilarious. That is in style, if you will, for a celebrity yeah. crush, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think that's why in this show, that was his kind of character types. So he's cast as Troy and, of course, Nini with her new boyfriend. That causes some some problems. But EJ, he is a jock, except he is on the water polo team. I guess that was the oh, big wow. thing at the Real East High. I don't know. <laughs> They've moved past basketball. I guess so. Can't beat that water polo. <laughs> like I said, they met at theater camp and he is cast as Chad. Okay. Then you have um, Gina. She's a transfer student. She's cast as Taylor and the understudy for Gabriella. Oh. She starts out being a little conniving. Like you learn more of her backstory about like her transferring to different schools all the time. And she kind of did some bad things early on in the show basically trying to get to where she would be the real Gabriella and get the lead Mm -hmm. but she has some character development and you learn more about her as you go on and then you have this girl Ashlyn she's EJ's cousin and honestly she's probably like my favorite voice out of all of them I thought she was one of the most talented people on the show and she plays Miss Darbus that is her role that she is cast (laughs) (laughs) that's the role I would want Heck yeah. And it was really funny because like when she had the costume on and like the glasses, she really looked like her. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney is Nini's best friend and she does the costuming. She has a few moments in the show when she sings and she's also super talented. Um, The funniest part, we still laugh at the dress rehearsal. The teacher, Miss Jen, she gets her to do sound check. And so she's like, just sing anything. So this girl is super talented. Like I said, like in real life, great voice. 
Mm-hmm. So she starts singing a cappella, Bop to the Top. Nice. Great song. Mm-hmm. But she does it in this like jazzy, slowed down version, like very emotional. And like when you slow down the lyrics to Bop to the Top, it's just nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. We were laughing so hard because like everyone stops because it's like the first time they've heard her sing and they're like emotionally like drawn to this and they're just enamored by this performance. And like I said, it sounds so good and it has a lot of soul in it. But I mean, the lyrics are like (laughs) jump and hop, hop till we drop. (laughs) Like the chorus says like zip, zap, zop. flop like a mop I, I need you all to go go youtube this because it is so funny because it, everyone is so serious but she's singing like nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to watch it if you don't watch the show you got to see that clip because it's so funny and like i said she's super talented but it was just like really like of all the songs <laughs> right from high school one. musical yeah like that we're gonna slow down <laughs> we're gonna do bop to the top like i i, I said they did her dirty they could have at least given her like gotta go my own way or mm. even get you ahead in the game would probably be better jazzy but this True. is just ridiculous so it was funny <laughs> so there's carlos who's the choreographer um so he works close by miss jen he's probably my favorite character big red is his nickname he's the stage manager and he's also ricky's best friend um so those are your main people that you see like every episode then there were a couple guest appearances by casey stroh who played martha in high school musical if you remember Mm -hmm. and then lucas grabiel himself oh my gosh yes I know. He showed up in an episode and sang, actually. So. Oh, cool. That was a highlight. (laughs) Throughout the show, they sang a lot of, like, high school musical songs that we recognize, which really made me realize how much I appreciate the original cast. Like, no shade to the new one, but. Yeah. I'll be honest and say, like, I have never really liked Vanessa Hudgens' voice. I think she's too nasal. That's just a personal preference. (laughs) But it's snake at night. <laughs> Her best song. Basically, what we're going to do is dance. Basically, what we're going to do is dance. Say that 36 times and you're <laughs> Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If you love her, fine. Like, whatever. I I will say she has a good voice. It just wasn't my preference back in the day. Yeah. But when I heard, like, these people singing the music, I was like, oh, wow. I miss, I miss Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) There was some original music, you know, new stuff that was good and probably more fitting to this cast style or voice throughout the series there was a lot of just relationship drama what else is to be expected you know true ricky's realizing he did love nanny you know they've grown up together and he was just he didn't have the guts to say it ej is kind of going crazy nanny is struggling between her relationship with ej but then her feelings with ricky but also she's mad at ricky because of the way they ended things and you know she posted a song on instagram and then he broke up with her so awkward i'd be upset i would be too so there's a lot of that there's a lot of like the friend group you know coming 
together. Obviously, there's a lot of rehearsals of the musical. And then in the final episode, you do, in fact, see the musical. Oh. Which I feel like in a lot of these things where you watch people like prepping for a show of some sort, you never actually get to see the show. Yeah. I said that when we watched it, and I also said, now I kind of get why. <laughs> because oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was unimpressed. And the thing is, I don't really know if I was supposed to be impressed or not. It's like, yeah, it is a high school performance, but at the same time, this is where a high school musical was, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's how I felt watching it was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if they're intentionally being bad or if this is like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, so to explain my thoughts a little further, they had like a fire kind of close to the end of the series. Goodness. So like that was the plot line in one of the episodes. And so a lot of their like set stuff got burned um, so it makes sense that maybe their set wouldn't be up to par and they ha- ended up having to do the production in the gym, not the normal auditorium. So like I get that maybe quality isn't where it would be, but the sets were ridiculously bad. Like I <laughs> I've, I have attended high school plays and I haven't seen anything like this. So like Chad and Troy are walking down the school hallway and in this set it's like lockers painted onto paper and the paper is on like a rail that they are like <laughs> they're moving the paper as they like walk in place <laughs> to make it look like they're moving. Right. So the sets were like, what? Because the costumes were really good and like pretty close to what the characters wore, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was so odd. And then like in between scenes, they would show backstage and like that's where the real action was happening, you know? Right. So that kind of like broke it up, which I liked that editing. But there were times where like everybody was backstage having drama or like conversations and no one was on stage. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, there would be all this stuff going on background. No one was in a hurry. No one was being quiet. And I'm like, okay, I get, like, an intermission. But in between each scene, there are long pauses where just nothing is happening. (laughs) Right? (laughs) The acting in the play, so bad. The acting on the show was fine. I would assume they were being intentional with the bad acting, you know, in the play. But that was still super odd to me. Like, why not just let them be good? I don't get that. Yeah, that that is a bit off-putting. Yeah. The audience, you know, it was like parents and families and all that. Who I would assume are like 40, maybe a little younger depending on when they had their kids. And they are, like, dying laughing at the kids. Like, they are just the most hilarious things on <laughs> earth. Like, also, the way they were acting was like they grew up with High School Musical. And I'm like, no, they're a little yeah, too old. Right. They would not have that nostalgia factor yeah, that they're trying to pretend so. they have. Yeah. <laughs> So that was odd, too. I'm like, okay, why are, why do y'all think they're funny? Their acting is horrible. So I, d- I don't get it. Like, why are we give- making them be bad actors in the play, but also the parents just think it's, like, the best thing since sliced bread? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't think they'd be that supportive. They're old enough to be like, nah, that was that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would get that if it was, you know, like an elementary school putting on something and you're like, ah, yeah. ha, ha, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these people, it was just like, 
the funniest thing ever. So yeah, that was just sort of weird. Of course, you know, they're singing the songs and they had a breaking free moment that was very similar to the real breaking free moment. It was just hard to not compare to to the real thing. I'm sure. I felt like I needed to wash my mouth out with the real thing. Like I need, (laughs) we went back and after we finished the show, we went back and watched the real scenes. It's like, I got to see this. (laughs) Yeah. Remember what it was really like. (laughs) Exactly. The real drama comes in real life. So uh, this show, it was released in um, the end of 2019. And first of all, before it was even released, they renewed it for a second season. Wow. I feel like that's rare. I know. So we will have a second season. I guess I'll watch it, even though I've not like given much positive feedback. But I feel like I'm intrigued now. Are they going to do the second movie? Well, see, that's what I thought. I was like, okay, that's the only thing that makes sense. Are we going to be at a country club? I don't know. Yeah. On Wikipedia earlier, I saw them say that in season two, they're supposed to do a reenactment of Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. Now you tell me why. I guess they're... Wanting it to be its own thing now. I guess, I guess so, but but see, you really didn't give yourself a lot of room for various plot lines when you named the show High School Musical the Musical <laughs> the series. That's true. So I, I don't I don't know if they're gonna do like high school musical beating the beast, the musical the series. I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> like are we gonna, gonna keep, keep building? Yeah, make this make the title longer and longer and longer. No idea, but I will probably watch solely for the fact that I want to see how the actors are because of their real life drama. If you haven't heard, I feel like a lot of people probably have, but I'll give you the quick rundown of this drama. So Olivia and Joshua, aka Nini and Ricky, they dated for a little while while they were filming this show. They literally wanted to be Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens. They did, but you know what? (laughs) Zac and Vanessa made it through all three movies together, and then they broke Mm. up. And these people couldn't even make it to their release date of Uh the show. (laughs) Trouble in paradise. Sorry you will never be (laughs) Zac and Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, they dated. She is currently 17. So I mean, she was pretty young, even when they started Mm -hmm. dating. And then he's 20 now i guess they were really in love you know people have made compilation videos on youtube of like every time he looks at her or admires her or whatever so if you're really curious about their relationship you can go watch that <laughs> they broke up after a few months of dating and all the drama comes in now to where on january 8th olivia rodrigo released the song driver's license which you have probably either heard on tiktok or the radio by now but Mm -hmm. it's a pretty good song it set the record for most stream song in a day i guess people were very attached to this storyline going on in real life must (laughs) be And if you listen to the song, it made most people think it was about Joshua and Mm -hmm. um, about how she got her driver's license and I guess he had helped her learn how to drive or something. Now that they've broken up, she just drives past his street. So it's a good song. 
And she also mentions a blonde, that he's with a blonde that always made her doubt. Since quarantine, Joshua has been hanging out with Sabrina Carpenter, who is blonde. She is 21 and she was on Girl Meets World. And now I don't really know what she's doing besides making random music and making TikToks with Joshua. There you go. So that came out. Yeah, huge deal. The very next day joshua releases a song called lie 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 and apparently he'd been teasing this song for like a year but just coincidentally enough it's released with the music video the day after olivia's song and music video are that is convenient Mm -hmm. yes isn't it (laughs) i will say that this song is also pretty good he's trying really hard to be sean mendes but (laughs) the song is catchy In this song, he says, basically, like, there's another side of the story, and all you do is lie, 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 and trying to paint him as the bad guy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, whoever you want to believe, you can believe. Both are catchy songs, so you can be like me and just listen to both. Whatever. (laughs) The real twist came when, a couple weeks later, Sabrina Carpenter releases a song called skin it's basically like we can't even pretend anymore like all these songs aren't about these people (laughs) because it is so obviously calling out certain things like she talks about how blonde must have been the only word that rhymed in your song even though i will point out that in driver's license blonde is not the word that rhymes with anything like it's (laughs) in the middle of the sentence so that bugs me a lot that she said that Then she also says, like, you're going to drive yourself crazy. And so that obviously makes it sound like she's pointing out driver's license. Now, how she turned around this song and this good lyric video in a matter of a couple weeks, I don't know. So a lot of people think, is this a publicity stunt? Like, they're all in this together. Ha ha, pun intended. Is it just that he he was probably being petty, releasing the song right after hers? But I don't understand Sabrina's role in this. Like, unless you can really turn around a song that quickly, maybe you can. I don't know. You would have had to have an inside source, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, to tell you this is what the lyrics are, all that jazz. So (laughs) Right. I don't know. I want to lean with publicity season because that's super interesting but i'm really excited for them to come out with season two of this show mainly because i want to see how olivia (laughs) and joshua are interacting right right How's that chemistry going? Exactly. Because I, I, I'll go ahead and tell you, they ended up together, back together. Mm. So that's going to be awkward to film. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Go listen to all three songs if you haven't. They're all three good, honestly. I just, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I will tell you that I watched that show right in time because it hit, I mean, it's been out for over a year and I didn't really want to watch it and then we just did then all that drama happened so I was actually glad that I was in on it like I watched it right in time to enjoy this ridiculousness (laughs) there you go it was just great timing on your part yeah and I mean all these people are so young like I mean Sabrina is the only one who can legally drink Olivia can't even vote yet we know all this about their dramatic love stories yes it's it's wild though that is wild (laughs) High school drama, you know, it follows you, I guess. I guess so. (laughs) Stay tuned. I guess when the other one comes out, I'll watch it. 
I guess. And then... Yeah, I'm curious. I had no idea what the show was about, like, mm-hmm. at all. So mm-hmm. I've been very curious because I didn't know anybody who had seen it. So I appreciate your input. It's very helpful. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those I don't want to put my name on it that I, like, Callan recommends. Yeah. But if you need a background show and you're at all interested, then I say why not? It's not awful. There's some redeeming things. There are moments that made me laugh. Like I said, some of the people are really talented, but, you know, just don't get your hopes up at all about this. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Thank you for going with me on that journey because it's quite the ride. It was a roller coaster. Well, if you out there would like to be considered fabulous by us... Then leave us a rating, a review, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. It is greatly appreciated. Yes, most definitely. And if you would like to stay connected with us, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and by emailing us your recommendations, drink, or otherwise. We are all ears. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we greatly appreciate your support and hope you keep listening to everything else that's to come. But until next time, I'm Callan. I'm Anna. We're all in this together. Thank you.